0: beautiful human thanks for giving us your year today we are about to catch up with pop culture icon and tiktok star frankie jonas we have a lot to discuss with this human being including his brothers his tiktok stardom his bowel movements please subscribe to this podcast i beg you also share it with those you care about and let me know who you're listening to so i know who i should invite on next at zach sang on any form of social media frankie jonas he's in the zoom room By the way, this is Dan, Frankie. Hello. Is it weird that you meet people that feel like they've known you for a long time because uh, they've seen you for a long time?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. It's uh, it's absolutely uh, – no, it's a thing because, I, I mean, a lot of people have seen me since I was a kid, right? Since – for the most part, a lot of people, especially in this industry, know my brothers personally. Mm. Um, and my brothers have been on your show several times and yeah. so um, – no, I, I feel like in a way I'm catching up <laughs> to meeting all these people.
0: It's kind of weird because I've – dude, I've known your your brothers and your family and your dad for a long time. It, like you, when you were younger, looked exactly like your dad. And now as you grow up, it's it's weird. Is, is it weird that you're living your life more publicly today than you actually lived it before?
1: No, absolutely. And what's weirdest about it is that I didn't intend to – like I didn't mean to come and, and like be a thing. I, I'd say that a thing. No, I. Uh, I just started making TikToks, and then it all sort of just happened.
0: You really are a thing, though. I, is that? I, I, but do you think you were a thing before?
1: I think it was no. So what was interesting when this, when like I started making TikToks and it started getting bigger, was I found out about like these little sects of people who have been. I mean, like I thought of myself as a meme before all this, like just like a, and so. I like there was this um, this like dormitorium in University of Chicago that had like a shrine to me for the past five years and I and I had no idea about it and they have like a gift exchange that was named after me and like they theme it around like young Frankie Jonas and it's all about like there's all these like pictures of me when I was like a twelve year old so it's weird. amazing <laughs> like it's
0: crazy. So did this just feed the beast? You going on TikTok, right? You just gave the people what they wanted.
1: I think so. I think in a way, it, no, I, I I think it definitely was so symbiotic the way it just sort of happened. Um, I think that given sort of my brother's like comeback last year or two years ago now, it we, we skipped a year, um, but totally. um, which was like their comeback was so massive and so big. I think um, a lot of, people were possibly wondering like where was I in it and then I think it was given quarantine given like the rise in popularity of TikTok as like just one of the biggest apps ever um, I think it just kind of gave the perfect motive to to give my me a voice in a way
0: (laughs) it it, it is the right vehicle because it does in many different ways it celebrates authenticity it celebrates no filter it's like mm-hmm. like it's almost like the uglier you look in the video the better <laughs> chance you have of winning the algorithm and just taking off
1: exactly no and I think that that's why I I mean for a long time I like couldn't even see myself being off online publicly at all I had a lot of trouble with it and then You know, TikTok gave me this opportunity because when I made my account, like there was no one watching. I had, I didn't know the algorithm worked, I didn't know if I made like videos that were in some way referencing my family or my brothers, that it would get picked up because like one person would see it and then comment or like, and then five people would see it. Um, And I didn't, I had no, I had no idea that that was how it was going to work. And so it gave me the opportunity, though, to be myself and to be exactly who I was and am in that moment, and it worked.
0: (laughs) Dude, and who you are is really the most fascinating and pretty cool in like, (laughs) uh, you know, the the weirdest way. I mean, clearly there's there's a cult in the works, and are there uniforms?
1: I I'm so I've been working on them. Okay. I've been working on the uniforms. Um, I look I'm, really
0: good in a robe. Anything that's like, like a muumu that could just okay. hang from my shoulders to my my feet that just like just drapes, you know, doesn't like cling. Uh,
1: okay. Just yeah, re- no. I keep that in mind. I think I think I'm you know now that I'm kind of bridging into like a fashion world. I want to like I want to reach out to some designers about robes and. <laughs> But first, we have to lock down the compound. That's the part. Right. That's that's the priority number one on my on my radar. Where do you bring number people? Number two is, and then of course. But the thing is, the thing is that you get the compound. You get the uniforms. We already have the doctrine. Okay. So the people will come.
0: <laughs> but you got to have the place that they flock to. You need to have exactly. that shining light, that star.
1: <laughs> I need. I need my Jonestown. So. <laughs> uh,
0: question: Did you really hate yourself as a kid? Oh, my God. Yes. yes. Wait, so, okay, because you allude to the story. I was watching so many of your TikToks. I mean, the, the story is legitimate. You did yourself as a a kid, and that cost you a role? No, it
1: cost me my career in acting. Wait, what? Wait,
0: stop it. No way. I mean, yeah. you're a kid. Like, what are, you, what are they talking about? How old were you? Was this recent? Okay,
1: so, all right, story time. So, I was 12 years old. Um, and I, there was a show, uh, it was like a reboot in a way of, um, what was the, like an RL, the RL Stein show. It was, it was, it was the haunting hour was the one that I was on. Cool. Um, and they, I did two episodes. I did one, which was a Halloween episode. And then it did really well. And they were like, can you come back and do another episode? When I came back, it was like a cowboy themed, like there's ghost cowboys on my farm. Right. Okay. And we're filming in the summer of Canada and there's there's a bunch of horses on set and we're filming the final like big duel scene, right? And then I go in the morning and I go pet the the horses because I've never been around a lot of horses. Like I I I just never have.
0: Yeah, they're, I go they, pet the horses. You're from New Jersey. Horses aren't i I'm from New them. Jersey. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Um there's not a lot of horses in Jersey. Um <laughs> no. uh, but You know four hours after i pet these horses we're filming this scene we're in the middle of the scene not to get too gruesome of in the details but um it's like the third take sweat is beating down my 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 head and i'm i suddenly get the urge to like explode like my ass i've never felt the kind of pressure that i did in this moment (laughs) And, I, and I'm holding it. I'm, I have a monologue. Yeah. I have a monologue. And you're and in I'm outfit, like you're in
0: wardrobe. You're in the costumes. In. Oh,
1: full wardrobe, like mic'd up. I'm about to sh- myself. And like I'm holding it in. I'm make, I'm doing the monologue. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I literally, I just can't. And like, I, I, <laughs> I let go of like the the the. <laughs> Tectonic like plate that is my ass cheeks at this point, even the slightest second, and it just like flows, and then right, and then and then they we finish the scene, and my my mom was not there, but my like sister was, um, so I was like Rachel, I need to go to the bathroom immediately. So we run, we're we're walking to the bathroom. I forget I'm mic'd up. I look at her. I go, I already went, and then we we get we get to the bathroom. I, like, rip off the wardrobe. I like If you've ever seen uh, Daddy Daycare, like, that's how the, the bathroom trailer looked. Like, there was, like, on the ceiling. Like, I rip, And then I go to the door. And then they bring me a new costume. I go back to set, right? I'm like, all right. All right it's all out of me. That was a thing.
0: There's nothing we left now.
1: We can move forward. And this is where... The story gets unbelievable, but I promise you, this is all real. This is all real. I get back to set, they say action, I'm in it, I'm like, yes, blah, blah, blah. I get 75% of the way through the monologue, and then I don't even have time to hold this one. It just erupts, like Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> And, like, I'm standing there, and, and I, once again, I don't want to get too gruesome, but I have to express the severity of this situation. I was wearing cowboy boots. The cowboy boots that were, like, my, my, my costume were tucked into my cowboy boots. Did it hit
0: the cowboy The cowboy, cowboy boots? boots were overflowing. Overflowing. And then... Afterwards,
1: I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom again. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah, but like, I they walked, don't have th- walked, th- Do they have three wardrobes ready to go?
1: So I walk to the bathroom, literally footprints of <laughs> in my waist <wake> because <laughs> it's flowing out of my cowboy boots. I get, I get to the, I get to the trailer. I take off my costume. My family, like my my dad was you're right, pretty religious. Like I, I had never had people curse at me. Like I, like had not been around that a lot. <laughs> Oh no! I'm in, I'm in the I'm in the trailer. I get off my costume. I go to the door. They give me the the wardrobe people are there. They hand me the costume and they say, "Frankie." They look at me straight in the eyes. And I'll never forget it because it was such a real moment. I go, Frankie. This is the third and final copy of your costume. If you sh- in this costume, we will have to halt production. For a day, for the love of God! And by the way, like, so not so, shit your pants again.
0: They're now spending money they don't have. Like, <laughs> like it's a whole thing. <laughs> to, to stop production for a day is like you're stopping traffic flow. Like it's,
1: oh, it boring. was at that that like practically doubles the budget. Yeah. <laughs> I put on the costume. I go back no. to set. I'm I'm like, but even this, I like wait in the bathroom for like. Ten minutes. To make sure. Really just kind to let it all out. I get to set. I walk on. They say action. Two lines in. I yell, cut. And I run. And while I'm running, it's just like... I, I, I let it all out. I let it all out. It was bad. They so had the sorry. whole production. I... I they had a medic come, and apparently I'm, like, allergic to some bacteria that oh, no. grows on a, on a horse's mane.
0: What? Whoa. That <laughs> what? will
1: make you, like, lose control of your bowels. Wait. was what I was told.
0: After all that, there's a medical reason as to—and by the way, I only laugh because I have two— uh, I had I had m- an accident or two upon myself uh in crucial moments in life I I can't lean on a horse's mane as my out I wish um I, I got to go back in my memory
2: and see if there was a
0: horse anywhere near um I think that's the yeah. best
2: story that's ever been told on our show Frankie Yeah, yeah hands down Oh my god that's oh, that's, that's, that's that's an honor that's that hilarious. is an honor <laughs> uh,
0: But uh, okay I, I just need some details here <laughs> there's a medical reason that the, the, the medic says this happened because of a horse's mane but yet hollywood you still me? goes yourself three times on set you're not we don't want to work with you they had
1: to extend production a day so like it was the last day of shooting so they had to like sign oh, all the union guys up again
0: oh and, they, like, and the whole crew hates you dude they're all the ready to leave
1: me the whole crew hates me, but like they also like can't hate me because those cause I was miked. Like they heard me be like, oh I can't. Like <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did did the scene ever get shot?
1: The scene the scene got shot oh. the following day with like <laughs> just these like angry roadies, like these angry union guys who hate me. Um and then I was told like years later that because I, I i auditioned once or twice after that and not only was i like blacklisted <laughs> i was also like i didn't want to act after that experience yeah
0: it's, that's traumatizing yeah that will i, I dude I, I i had an accident on an airplane and for it's ruined how i i go to the bathroom in public for the last i mean like 18 years or something like it's like it's It's been I I delayed an airplane from takeoff going from Newark to Orlando. I was going to Disney with my family on a trip and I delayed the entire plane because I was before takeoff. I had to go and they started banging on the door and they made an announcement shaming me. And I was around (coughs) 10, 12. And yeah, dude, I haven't gone number two in a public restroom in. I mean, I can't even I I could tell you because when it happens, it's so it's so huge in my life.
1: I'm going to be honest, I always wonder what creates the people who can't public. public. Like, I always wonder about, like, what is the story that created that thing? And that, that, like, that's valid. That is understandable why you would never want to experience that ever again.
0: And maybe if I was, like, my age now, like, I'd be able to weather that storm a little bit better of, like, a public... Mm -hmm shaming um but you know when you're 10 or 12 in your case like you know that that it is a stain that does not get away it does not go away
1: (laughs) no you cannot take that off those are tracks
0: on the underwear of life that will never wash out
1: and what i was told years later like by this by a producer was you know i told him i was like yeah i i wasn't gonna act after that anyway and he was like oh you couldn't have and i was like what do you mean (laughs) It was like, oh, you were known for that experience for a while.
0: Did you genuinely back then, like, what was your goal? Was it to be a thespian? Did you see what, you know, Nick, Joe, and Kevin were doing and you wanted to do that? Or did you just, it was a part of you figuring out who you were?
1: It was definitely a part of me figuring out who I was. I mean, we moved to L.A., right? And then when we moved to L.A., it was pretty much immediately like they did their appearance on Hannah Montana. Like, the like the week that we got to LA, um, crazy. And so for me, I mean, we when I got there, it was just kind of like, well, I mean, Frankie's Frankie could act, you know, like Frankie could do something. Um, and then the first audition I ever went on was Ponyo, and I got it. Wow, um, I it was remember me when and Noah. That. Wow, yeah, it was
0: an animated movie. It was phenomenal. Wasn't it nominated for all these awards? Like it was like it, gorgeous.
1: I know. I like I've since. Gotten accepted to Columbia University, and that's still the thing I'm probably most proud of that I've done in my life. Yeah, it's that movie.
0: movie. It's really crazy that, like, you know, I remember seeing your brothers perform at the Willowbrook Mall in New Jersey, you know? it's cra- wow. It's cra- You were there. Yeah. There. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I was. Wow. I lived right down the street, and yeah, that concert changed my life. But it is weird to think that y'all come to L.A., and the first week you're really ever here also becomes the week that kind of changes everybody's life. And that that movie is a game changer because, I mean, it's voiceover. So if you pooped yourself, it would have been easier to manage. Uh,
1: it definitely would have been. It definitely would have been. It still would have been a, a little bit of a thing, a little yeah, bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, but but after, no, then, then I, I like enjoyed acting. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and then after that experience, uh, I I took a needed hiatus
0: from it. Yeah. So at what point do you want to go public again? I mean, because making a TikTok had to be – did you really not know at the time that this had the opportunity to reach people? Like were you really naive to that or did you know like, okay, if I do something, like people are going to pick up on it?
1: So I, I like went a year without downloading TikTok. I thought I was like really cool for not having the app on my phone. I thought I was, like, this, like, superior being because I had not succumbed to, like, the psyop that TikTok was at the time. And, like, I when I downloaded it, within the first week, I was – my first day I was making TikToks because I thought it was funny. I was convinced to, to download it by my girlfriend. And, like, I I mean, immediately I was just in it. I was just like, oh, this makes sense to me. And then I didn't know how the algorithm worked. I had I was really naive to the whole thing, and so when my first like TikTok that went sort of viral from my like account with ten followers, and all ten of them are people that I play Minecraft with, right? Um, like. It was a video where it was like, show yourself and a celebrity you look like. And I, showed, I had to put my brothers and I made this like funny little thing. It was like this weird little video. It, it was it was just for me because I thought it was funny. Didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Genuinely. And it then got like 700,000 views. And then the next day I was like, oh, well now there's people watching and they're watching it, but I'm being me. So let's just like commit to the bit. And then I made a video about how I got kicked out of Belmont University and then like, that went even more viral because people remember that as the last time they heard my name.
2: Dan,
0: do you know that story?
2: Yeah, he got arrested for smoking with possession of weed outside of a gas station. Oh. That was like 2015 or 16, oh, right? Jesus.
1: I yep. You know that. your you know your stuff. Yeah, yeah
2: I remember that came <laughs> yeah. out because everyone's like, "Oh, the Jonas Brothers brother was arrested," and that's how a lot of people heard about you. And that's also like the last time we really heard much from you.
0: Arresting people so. for cannabis is so like a Reagan era thing. Like what? The- going
1: on i will say this much it's nashville tennessee like i get it it's i mean there's there it's different it was also like there's also a a gas station like (laughs) like (laughs) you know you know what you're getting into
2: (laughs) do you have to after your TikToks start going viral do you have to kind of prevent yourself from doing so much about your brothers or your family because like i feel that's easy views and likes which is good but at the same time do you really want to make your whole career about talking about your family
1: absolutely no yeah i think at first it was, there was a lot of stuff that I, I enjoyed. Cause like, I, I mean, like for me in a weird way, I'm kind of like a super fan of them in a way where I can't help but be, you know, like I know all the trivia. Like I've heard the songs <laughs> thousands of times. I've been to more shows than any other person has probably been to. Um, and so for me, it was, I I, I had a lot of, like, thoughts and opinions on it all. And, like, I've been wanting to share them for, like, a long time. For instance, with, like, the Married to Jonas video that I did, um, where I, like, did all the sound clips from that show. Um, Like, that's something that, like, I've I've loved and equally made fun of that show since it came out. (laughs) I watched that show in my free time. Like, not even a joke. I genuinely watch Married to Jonas <laughs> all the time. I think it's an incredible show.
0: Do you do I it to it's a them? It's a hidden gem. <laughs> well, are you learning new things that you didn't know before?
1: Yes, because like when I first watched the show as a kid, I like couldn't really understand a lot of it. But now watching it, it's uh. like it's like a different perspective because I know I know my family now as an adult so much different than i knew them at that time because i mean i am so much younger than them i'm eight years younger than nick i'm like 14 years younger than kevin so for for me it was like growing up they were already adults and they were already like having these like complex experiences that i couldn't understand at all but getting to watch this show it brings me to like a sensibility where i can understand where their head was at in a lot of ways um but yeah, no, back, back to your other question. I mean, I, I just like, I, I, made, I made sure to at a certain point be like, all right, I have, I've done everything that I can say on this topic. And if anything comes up, then like, sure, I'll go there. But for the most part, I've been able to give myself a, um, my own voice in talking about the nepotism that I've been able to acquire.
0: What is that? How do you define nepotism? And has it helped you or hurt you, you think?
1: I think it's helped me in a lot. I mean, it's helped me and it's hurt me in other ways. I mean, like, I think that I've, I'm someone who's very, like I've tried to be as as aware of it as possible. Um, I've been able to have experiences in my life that other people can never have because of my family and because of their experiences. If I was just some dude making videos about like watching hentai for the first time, people might not like it as much or people might might not have seen it and shared it as much as it I would have if I am me because of my family. Um, but, and that's helped me and, and been an amazing experience just to be able to, to have the life that I've been able to live. But at the same time it's, I, I like to stay aware of it because I can too quickly forget, you know, it's, it's such an, it's such an easy thing to be like, Oh, like, I, not to say that I'm I'm in any way like, uh, going on the backs of their career because like I I
0: would no, never you just want to, to be do that. in their family. You know you didn't really, you not choose be your family. In their
1: brother. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why like I like I I used to say like I have a genetic form of nepotism that I cannot cure because like I yeah. physically like I physically cannot help the association. But being mindful of it is necessary.
0: Is that hard to come to, though? Because, like, early on in life, like, you could totally get lost in the glitz and the glamour, like, because you're just kind of around it, you know what I mean, to a certain degree?
1: No, absolutely. No, you—I mean, I—when we were in New Jersey, we were, like, you know, we were were a small family. We, like, we lived on a pastor's salary. Like, that was, like, where we were at. And then— you know you you snap a finger and suddenly like we were on private jets and stuff and it was like such a crazy experience for like a kid to to go through that it was like a, maybe a 6 month period of change from when we were no even less it was like a couple months from when we were living in jersey and then to when we were in LA working at disney so wild it was yeah. so rapid
0: when you look at Everything that you've been through, where do you want to go and what do you want to do? Because now you have a voice and you have a platform that is yours, right?
1: Yeah. It's – I mean that's one of those things where like I didn't intend for this. So I have no idea. It wasn't like I came into this being like I want to get here. There's been things that have come into my – there's been so much – I've been like – so much has been – uh, brought to me that I thought was in part like impossible. Um, that like I'm, what I like, like for instance, um, I'm doing this like TikTok Fashion Week thing, which I'm so excited about. It's gonna be amazing. It's like I'm hosting their Fashion Week thing, um, their runway movie. show, their like live stream. It's crazy. I would have never thought that I would have done that. I'm like being styled by like, like. Bigger brands. I love that. It's like something that I've been obsessed with since I was a kid, but I never thought that I could like be in that world. Um, But it's something you've seen your
0: brothers in, right? You've seen those around you be in that world.
1: I've watched them do like big brand deals. I've watched them do like, I've watched them do everything. Um, And then to have people be reaching out to me and being like this, I've like, I've had phone calls with like production companies. I've had, like I've done, I've, it's like, Doors have been opened that I thought didn't exist. <laughs> didn't I mean, exist
0: for you because you knew they existed for someone.
1: They, I didn't think they existed for me. I didn't think that there was a potential for me to like get on the phone and like pitch ideas or like or like have or have people pitch ideas to me, right? I didn't think that. I didn't think I was going to be on the Zach Sang Show ever in my life. But like, you know, like that's like something that's like these things are so astronomical from what i was my perspective like 6 months ago i mean 4 months ago i've only been on the app for 3 months
0: that's crazy do you think the vi- like the way the algorithm works could be unhealthy for some like do you think you'd be handling what you're going through differently if you didn't have the genetic nepotism that you, you know that was just you know given to you predisposed upon you
1: I think I'm, I think that it could be, I think that definitely if you're not prepared for it, it's like, it's, it can be, I mean, even for me, it was, it was definitely a lot. It, like, it was a, it was a, a mental, it was, it was strenuous. Cause I also, I mean, a lot of this stuff all happened right as I started school. Um, I went, mm-hmm. I'm back in school now for the first, I have, I've been out of school for three years, um, <laughs> And all of this has happened in conjunction with me starting up again in college, um, which has been crazy. Um, is that
0: hard? I mean, because it, it's probably hard without TikTok, you know, to go to college if mm-hmm. people knew your deal.
1: It's definitely a weird experience. I mean, it's 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 hard. I mean, it's school is hard regardless. Um, luckily, I've been able to like make sure I'm, I'm, I'm prioritizing both of them equally. And, and, and cause I mean, it does, I mean, one feeds the other, right? So with TikTok, I'm able to like afford college <laughs> and like be <laughs> able to do that. And then with, with, uh, with college, I'm able to like think of ideas for videos and like, I'm able to, to That's be normal. around pe- people. Exactly. It's life, it's experience. Um, And it's because I can only, I can make, I can only make so many videos about time before being in the public eye and being current right before people get tired of it. And, and that's something about TikTok that I've learned because I've made friends within the app. Like I've really pushed myself into that world and I've met so many amazing people. Like I never really thought that I would be like a, like I was never really savvy with social media. But because of TikTok and because of how fluid it is, I've been able to make these amazing relationships with other TikTokers where they can like coach me because they've been in it for so much longer than me. And you have to, and with the app, you have to develop and you have to like every couple of months you have to change and you have to like, you have to figure out a new um, version of your persona that does not neglect the people that've been there, but gives the opportunity to people who have like swiped past you and before.
0: So it's essentially like, you know, every few months you put out a new album, it's like, you, you know, you want to keep the best parts of what was, but you want to keep evolving. So you bring on new people like, so, I mean, it creatively challenging TikTok, like in a weird way, even though it isn't, or have you had to go through that shift
1: yet? I've had to go through that shift like three times, <laughs> Like, like three times I've had that moment of like, all right, what, how can I take my content and like sort of reinvent it in a way and like and develop it and i've also had missteps of being like all right i tried this a couple of times um like i made this like i went through this three week period or uh, it was more like two weeks i went like this two week period of like where everything i was making i was trying to be as awkward and uncomfortable as possible (laughs) and like for the first week it was like killer like people thought it was really funny and then i made this video which was um I made a Chick-fil-A mukbang and like and it like bombed and then I made another one after that which was like the sequel to the Chick-fil-A mukbang. And like that bombed too and I kind of realized like okay, so now this is people are getting tired of this voice and then I tried a couple more things and I was like, all right, this is confirmed that we can now put this to rest and try something else and maybe come back to it in the future. And it's all about like timing in a way. It's more I know my, my content seems super chaotic and like – and um, random or like just – just entropic in the most perver- – like the most innate sense. But like I mean it's really planned. Like everything that I post is super planned out.
0: Strategic. And you like – so you doing those dances and being – I mean you really move your body in a way that I haven't seen people move. Um I have
1: Ehlers-Danlo, which is like I have hypermobility in my spine.
0: What, so, what, I, I didn't know that. What? what? <laughs> Nobody
1: does that. No, people, people, people will always make comments like, how do you move like that? Like, I like I have like a condition.
0: <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, no, it's do fine. I apologize? I, I don't
1: know. No, I never, don't apologize. I've never met no, somebody kidding. like
0: you before. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously this is another shade to your personality, another layer to the onion.
1: Yes, another layer of the onion. I have hypermobility in my spine, and my uh, my skin is uh, translucent in areas.
0: <laughs> what? Wait, so you <laughs> no, can yeah. see it in the dark? No, not like, not like. Not I can like, see through I you. Guess translucent
1: would be the wrong word. Like you can see my bones in some areas. Like you can see my rib cage. Whoa, whoa. Like not like like not like like see it like the the outline of it. Like there's points where you can like visually like see it.
0: Does it hurt even more getting a tattoo? oh no Uh no damn
1: no
2: yeah see why do you regret the tana tattoo (laughs) (laughs) um
1: honestly no (laughs) honestly not at all um i think i think that that tattoo so she had reached out like i i don't know i've been like a youtube kid i've been like that's kind of my world in a lot of sense growing up so i've always i've always known about tana i've known I've, I've watched her through the, 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 blossoming of her career. And when she followed me and then DM'd me, Your life it was like my whole, I, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, this is real. Like, this is a real thing that is happening right now. Um, and she commented on this video that I made about tattooing myself. And I was like, I, 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 I went up to my girlfriend. I was like, we, this is a, this is like a moment that we have, this is an idea that we cannot pass up. And she was like, so supportive. Uh, We made it seem like she like hated it in the moment, but it was like, she was like, this is a great idea. This is gonna be exactly what you expect it to be. And like, it worked, like it it, it did the thing. And like, I'll be honest, as like a, as, (laughs) <laughs> as um, memorabilia goes from this moment that I'm having in life like that's a great one that's a great one what and it's is? bigger than it's bigger than you think like it's like pretty big
0: so, so you see it it's a reminder what is it a reminder if on?
1: I wear shorts okay. it is very apparent
0: so a hot summer's in New York City good luck okay
1: hot summer's everyone's gonna be wondering about the at Tana tattoo and I just had some people – read like I, I – some people were in my, my comments yesterday about um, trying to get Trisha Paytas to agree to have me on Frenemies if I tattoo at Trisha on my leg as well. So I mean, we'll see how that goes.
0: There's no way Trish the Fish, a friend of ours, and Ethan Klein <laughs> – I'm not friends with him, but I love his eyebrows. I, I'm sure they'll have you on. I mean what? What?
1: I've been – that's like if, – if any – okay, so – Harken back to your earlier question, if there's, like, a goal out of all of this, it is to be on a podcast with H3 and Trisha. So,
2: are you going to get the tattoo? Is that is that in the plans? Or do you want her to agree to it first?
1: I need her to agree to it. I cannot do it. I want – I mean, listen, I'm honestly – I'm down to just tattoo at Trisha or at Trish the fish on my body at any <laughs> point. I'm, I'm down. I'm here for it. But I do want some, like – verbal agreement <laughs>
0: <laughs> that you're gonna get something there is a
1: that i will get something out of it so we'll see we'll see how it goes
0: well I, you know this is i don't really like to get into uh internet anything ever but this seems like a place where we can connect the dots and mm. you know introduce introduce you to trish trisha is hey. the best
1: trisha is literally my queen like yes. i i love her
0: she's uh Yeah, she's incredible, and I saw her concert. Highly recommend it, Uh, and I am a big fan of Frenemies. I've been watching it. It's the only YouTube podcast I watch. It's
1: Uh, really good. It's so good.
0: I just love that they're family, and I really love Trisha. I really do. I care about her, and uh, she came on our show, and she dressed like Pam Anderson. Do you remember that, Daniel? In her green lace dress. (laughs)
2: She oh, did she that did. on purpose. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's so great. I mean, she's well, the details with her, really, she's on it.
2: I just think it's funny that the headlines are like, you know, Joe's having a baby, Nick's married, Frankie gets Tana mongoose's name tattooed <laughs> on his thigh. Tana Mongoose. Nobody can really pronounce <laughs> and, her last name.
1: And no, nobody can. And, and I think I, I tried to make a, a, a bit about that in the video. And I think, you know, in a way, that's kind of what I want. Like, I want the... <laughs> I want the headlines to be like, I I don't like what's wrong with this kid? Like what is like fundamentally like what happened to him? Like, that's what I want.
0: Is that a story that you want people to really hear? Like, because clearly something like you've lived a life, dude. It's a story life for somebody at your age. And like, we've definitely established here what you experience and soak in early on in life. Like, you, you don't just let that go.
1: Absolutely not. And I think I think I kind of coming into this, uh, when it started to get real, I I had this idea to kind of to really push into what it means to be like, I wanted to be both the parody of the influencer with but also like embrace it in a way where you can't tell. So even saying this, like I'm at the point now that I theorized about three months ago, when it was, I am going to play into the YouTube stunts that I like, right? Of these vloggers who like would create these dramas and this and this these narratives. And even now, I'm in a place where it's like I've I intended to become so much of a parody of it that I forgot that I was making a joke, and and I've been able to accomplish it in a way where I. I, I think it's worked. Well, <laughs> I think it, be, it
0: worked. Is it because it is so it is so deeply derived from who you are as a person? It's really not that far off from your actual being in reality?
1: I think I think partly, I think because of the fact that I've been able to be me in that role and be authentically like myself, right? Making jokes about poop, making jokes about like masturbation, making jokes about like whatever it is, I've been able to to be me, but also embrace this other side of it where I can be both the influencer, but also the person making fun of the influencer. And I think that having the duality is, is, has been an important part of this rise to it. Like I, like I, um, I I think as reference, I will, I would, I would say, look at like my, the videos I made about, um, uh dicks pics like the dixie like pic, <laughs> yeah. creator of the month like those videos are very like prevalent in that like i am doing that bit harder than others
0: <laughs> to say the least
2: i i to also say the least. i also think it's funny that you do make fun of yourself as being the fourth jonas brother and the two tiktoks that are examples are the one the guys like how do you become part of the 1% and you're like have famous <laughs> brothers <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's then, literally that easy. And then the other one was uh you duetted some guy and you were crying in the shower and the guy's like, I'm not even Kevin. I'm Frankie
1: <laughs> See that and that one was like that one was the real first big moment was that video because that video I didn't do anything in that video. I just sat in the shower in my clothes and cried <laughs> and like and that went huge and that's like to what you were saying about TikTok. it's so weird what does get viral it's it's the things that you wouldn't expect it's the it's the things that don't have the the massive budget it's the things that don't get thought of for a month it's the things that you do in like these 30 minute spans of like all right how do i respond to this how do i do a thing
2: frankie when you're doing all of this is there ever a time anybody in your family whether it's your brothers or your mom or whoever it may be dad says like Hey Frankie, like let's let's tone it down a bit. Are they like you do uh, you?
1: <laughs> there's been some times. There's been some times of like, yo, maybe let's take a step back. Like, let's just take a sec. Let's just take a sec. Um, breathe on this, because um, I'm you know I'm I'm someone who's I'm willing to lay it out on the line. If that was not uh, obvious, based on everything I've said thus far in this interview. Um, but no, I think. I think I can definitely forget that, like, uh-huh. oh, wait, like, people are going to hear this, right? And so, like, their opinions of me are going to change. But, and I think partly I'm someone who, like, I, I, I don't think that it's it's good to, to, to ever censor yourself for anyone, right? Never. Um, I, I think that, because, you know, I, I've, I've, I've grown up in a lot of different situations, whether it be before or after my brothers' rise to initial success, or then that subsequent uh, reclaiming of of their um, success as, as a unit, or their solo projects, or just in my own life. Um, I've seen a lot of different aspects of life, and I've just realized, like I, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was always someone who tried their hardest to stand out in a way. Um and then at least in high school. And then at a certain point I just I stopped trying and like was able to accomplish just standing out and because I am like I'm I'm not I'm a I'm like a weird kid. Um which you'd expect nothing less from my up
0: You today mm-hmm. do you think the you today would make you ten year old you or I don't know nine? I mean you were super young. Would young you be proud of you today? You think?
1: I mean, I've accomplished like the bare minimum of what I expected of myself at this age, at that point, which was be covered in tattoos and like mostly <laughs> ones, like bad ones, like so, that.
2: <laughs> that was your goal <laughs> that when I gave to
1: myself in like panic attack. I
2: mean, you're getting there, aren't you?
0: You have a
1: yeah, no, I, I'm fairly like I'm at a point now where like I'll. T- Oh wait, no am I am I wearing long sleeves? Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to. But like I I'm at a point now where like I'm I'm definitely fairly covered for like a twenty year old. Um but I think that I would be I think my ten year old self would be proud of me mainly because I've been able to and this is like where it gets into like the honest vulnerability stuff, but like because I've been able to overcome a lot of the the difficulties I had at that age with my, my family success and like mm-hmm. being in the public eye and, you know, it's, it's scary for a kid to like see crowds of people screaming and trying to jump over fences at your family. Like, that's like a, that's like a weird experience. Um, and so growing up with that, I think I dreamed about a day when I could sort of overcome my own fears and, and, uh, and, uh, negative emotions about being in the public eye. And then because of that, it's very clear that now I'm just brutally honest in, in, a, a almost like very self-deprecating way, but like at the same time I do it, um, with love and good intention in my heart. So it's, it looks to others, it would be like, oh, this is self-deprecating humor. But in actuality, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not, I'm not making fun of myself as much as I am, like, just telling the truth.
0: And and you're doing it all in your terms. Like, this is not you riding shotgun, you know, (laughs) or being in the back of the family van that is literally riding through Fame USA. Like, this, this is you riding, driving the ship. Like, it's it's done the way you want it, and it's it's totally your narrative. There's no – the other narratives that come in are on your terms and when you want their narratives to come in. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that now that it's become a thing, I get to have conversations like this where it's like it is vulnerable and it is more – it's not just – Presenting it in a joke. I can talk about these things and be funny but I can also have like the conversations that are more vulnerable and honest and that's something that I've been wanting to be able to do and I have the opportunity to do those things now
2: Do you feel like you spent a lot of your life trying to make a name for yourself and stop living in the shadows of others? Like you wanted to s- people to see you as Frankie not just the other Jonas brother.
1: I think I th- Honestly, I thought it was impossible not to. So I didn't really I, – I, I did my best subconsciously but like I wasn't actively trying um, and it wasn't until I gave up trying to like be something other than myself that I was able – the moment that I stopped like caring was when um, all of this happened.
0: But it's so hard to not care, right? Because... It's so hard. I can't even imagine growing up the way you did truly on Crazy, so many different yeah. layers. It's really remarkable. Um, just for so many different reasons. Right. Cause like what you brothers accomplished were amazing and God forbid you f- that cost them their thing. Like, do you know what I mean? There's a thousand different ways where like it could be filled with pressure.
1: Yeah. I would, I would also say like, I think a lot of people can, when I tell about it, it's immediately like they, their perspective is like, Oh, that would be hard or Oh, that's negative, And like, it had its goods and it has positives and it's negatives. But for the most part, man, I mean, like I'm so grateful for my life experience. Like I'm so, because it has, it's put me in this beautiful position where like, I mean, I've been able to see the world. I've been able to do these things. I've been able to have life experiences that like most 20 year olds will not have. Like, I and it's given me this perspective on life and aged me in a way which really I couldn't be more grateful for. It. Every piece of it is so I and a lot of that was like me coming to terms with all everything and being like wow like I like I I have a different perspective and I'm and I'm grateful for it, you know.
0: Well, that's the truth. Like it it, it, it. It's hard to come to terms with it, but the good and the bad shaped you into the person and the artist that you are today and continue to be. And like you, you really don't want it any other way, no matter how hard it was back then, right?
1: Absolutely, no, absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine a, a life in any regard different than the one I've had. Like I'm, like I, like I am so glad because I would be. If you changed one minute detail of any piece of my life, I wouldn't be the same person I am today. I wouldn't be able to say the things same. I'm able to say today. I wouldn't if I didn't <laughs> my pants when I was twelve. I wouldn't be able to come on this show.
0: But it's true. Like if one of those ingredients were missing or altered, you really wouldn't be who you are and who you continue to evolve to become. You know,
1: so the timeline you- branch that I like live on in in the multiple universes that are like <laughs> constantly being. Re- overwritten like
0: yeah.
1: is th- i'm so happy i'm on this branch like this one i don't know if I'm allowed to say no, that yeah you're cool uh, this one rocks this one's really dope and
2: yeah so you have no regrets or almost jealousy that you never became part of the band at all you're happy with how it all played out
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no no i i definitely don't i'm i could never do what they do they like i I'm so proud of them cuz they're like that's their world man that's their baby it is and 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 they that I don't think anyone can do it's just so them and I've never like I've never wrestled with wanting to be a part of that band um I just I've I've always been a cheerleader of them because like it, to me it's you know that's like my big brothers like that's like they're They
0: are they are your big brothers like they're you, my you, big
1: brothers they're my they're my role models they're the guys that i respect and the guys i look up to um and i'm more than anything i'm i'm just happy to be like have them in my corner as my friends like that's like that's what i love like as supportive brothers and and homies and like people that i go and play like fortnite with when they have a minute
0: I'm excited for your world. I'm excited to see the universe that you create and the narratives that you end up writing. And I mean, dude, the path is long and the future is pretty bright and I'm just excited because you're a very unique influencer. <laughs> Thank mind. you.
1: I appreciate the the quotation marks. Thank yeah. you, man. That's well, I I'm excited for it too. This is this this world is new to me and it's exciting and it's it's cool that I get to do stuff like this. It's cool that I get to like I've watched your show you know and like sorry now now i'm on it and like it's yeah
2: two quick questions one because of how like big you're growing in the influencer world do you ever think about putting college to the side and putting all your focus on this because you can always go back to columbia
1: it's so that that question's like crazy because like I, i i always wanted to go to um to college, like, a really good school. Like, I graduated high school when I was really young. I graduated at 15, and then I was, like, going to go to a really good school, and then I, like, messed up my ACT, and then I was, like, just so, I don't know, ashamed that I, like, just stuck with it and went to whatever school would accept like me. So it's, like, a big deal that I'm in school right now to me. Um, and, and you know, there's so many – it's it's definitely, like, a it's, a it's a debate that I've had in my head of, like, do I – Stick it out, I'm filled mentally in a way I've never been, right? And uh, do I push down that rabbit hole or do I accept the, the gratification and the immediacy? And because if I don't, because like I do miss opportunities because I have like an essay due tomorrow night, right? <laughs> I do have that duality.
0: You mentioned earlier that you need that life. I mean, understanding what people are talking about and what, you know, uh, society is going through. Like, I never went to college. Uh, I tried. College asked me to leave. But that's a story for another day. The point is, I've always seen college as, like, depending on what you choose to major in and how intense your course load is going to be. Like, yes, it's fulfilling for your brain. But at any level, college is the most fulfilling socially. And it gives you access to people and walks of life and perspectives and just stories, like, you know, like don't you want to know what the kids are doing?
1: Absolutely. And I think that right now specifically is such a weird time and such a unique time to be able to be in school with like everything being on Zoom and stuff. It's like it gives a really unique idea of what it is. Um mm-hmm. and you can make content about what's happening right now. Because it's it's so it's not going to happen in a year or two. I mean, as far as we know, like hopefully ever again, hope, hopefully we'll never have to be on in Zoom school again. But, you know, it is this new paradigm that everyone's experiencing, um, which is, I think, useful for people who like need content to make.
0: <laughs> yeah. Life, man. Life. Art imitates life. Or does life imitate art? for some or
1: hm
0: for some i think life imitates well well for some are, well i don't now i'm confused myself
1: yeah no that's i think you know i think at the end of the day we're all just we're all just living we're all just living i think that people who accept that are the people who accept that and then at the and then live
0: and then live <laughs> and then exist and then continue to breathe
1: existentialism yeah
0: hopefully um. hey Frankie Jonas I have the most respect and appreciation for you sir um, I really thank you for giving us time and energy today really seriously
1: thank you so much thank you for giving me time and energy this has been a pleasure I've like had a lot of fun being on here
0: well uh, the first of many you had one more question right Daniel
2: yeah I'm sure you get asked this often but oh, oh it's gonna be
0: one of those what
2: well, I'm, I'm sure he's expecting it alright do do, does the bonus Jonas name annoy you
1: Oh, um, yeah. I hate that name so oh, much. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I also understand that that's what pe- most people know me by. Like, that's, like, the name that most people associate with me. So, like, I mean, like, if that's what you want to call me, like, go ahead. But for a long time, I was trying as hard as I could to get away from that name. Because in part, it is a little derogatory, right? Uh, it is, yeah. like, yeah, it's a little it's a little not nice. Um, but I think a lot of that comes with, you know, acceptance of it all. And I think if that's what people know me by, then that's what people know me by. Um, I, I hate it. I like, it like bothers me every time I hear it, but whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, the reason I asked is because I assumed you didn't like it, but then you were talking about how you're kind of embracing everything that's happened and who you are and the Mm. the meme that you've become in a way because of just, you know, being the fourth Jonas brother. So I didn't know if now in your life, you're like, okay, I accept it. I understand it. It's funny to me now.
1: It definitely is not funny to me now, but I accept it
2: <laughs>
0: around yeah. here and uh to the public forever moving forward. you are frankie Jonas. Um, you are your own individual you are not a bonus anything thank you. you are you are very much uh very much a part of the bundle very much <laughs> n- not an extra what?
1: Yeah. i I am very grateful of that. thank you very much yeah,
0: Jesus. I'm so sorry. And on, on behalf of culture and society, like what the f- like what the f- was 2010 America, 2008 America thinking?
1: Man, it was a different world. We yeah, could do and say. I mean, it was a it was just it was a very different world that Dude, we lived in at that time.
0: Camp Rock was on TVs. High School Musical Two was thriving. The world they were, was different. they're
1: still on TVs. Actually, that's I, what's crazy. They it, still play that.
0: It, it is they weird to think it. about, right? That that holds up still.
1: No, I mean it does. Yeah. I mean Disney Plus. That they they're rocking it
2: forever. Well, well, Frankie, you had some pretty good red carpet outfits back in the day. Well, gotta gotta give you credit on that.
1: Man, I was a style icon. <laughs> if, if if there was anything that that you could expect from me in my current career, looking back at that age, I mean it's definitely a career in fashion. I uh, I rocked <laughs> the All Saints, the deep cut V's. The newsies caps, the scarfs. Dude, you I mean, took
0: some bold, bold moves with hats. I
1: took, I took moves that um, <laughs> have still never been attempted. Besides me, um, was I an icon?
0: Yeah, um, I, I, but but you continue to be. I really do think so. And, and to be honest, like your 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 story isn't um, even written yet. So keep on going, and I'm excited to just. Yeah, I'm just excited to be a part of it and to consume it with the rest of society and I hope that you come um on our show more often. Absolutely. I, yeah, you're you're really Dude, incredible.
1: This has been amazing. I've loved this. Thank you so much. No, I, I appreciate your words and I'm I'm excited for everything that's coming. It's it's crazy.
0: And we'll we'll make a make a plea right now to Trisha Paytas. Uh we'll we'll get this to her.
1: Yeah, hold on, let me let me get in frame. I can be on yeah. my knees. Okay, hold got on. it, got it. That's
0: appropriate, I think. <laughs> That, yeah, knees.
1: Uh, Trisha, please, please accept me on my, on my, in my humble state. All I want in my life is to be in front of me with you and Ethan. If you hear this, know my heart is humble and know that my my, my, my soul is indebted. I love you, Queen. I'm going to cry. Right. That, that's, I'm, I'm going to cry. That's good. Yeah, that no, was no. that's, wow, and man. that that was serious. That was from the heart. No, that was that was that was vulnerable. Um, wow. We made great moves today.
0: We really did. I have goosebumps and uh, a tear. A single tear is about to emerge from my right eye. Well, I gotta go.
2: I was gonna say you <laughs> are the only person I think has made me cry laughing in an interview.
0: Yeah, you were so, phenomenal.
2: It was hysterical. Frankie Jonas. Guys, era. I made it. I yeah. made it.
1: All right. Let's give a round of applause to all
0: of us. We did it, guys. We did it. Hey, beautiful human. Thanks for listening to our conversation with Frankie Jonas. I appreciate it. Please let me know who and what you've been listening to so I know who we should invite on this show next. Share this podcast with those you care about and subscribe. I beg. Uh, okay. Have a great day. Appreciate you. Peace and love.